This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Thursday, January 5th. Georgia's Inspector General, in a letter to Governor Brian Kemp's office, said hundreds of full-time state government workers erroneously received unemployment insurance benefits in 2020 or 2021 as the COVID-19 pandemic swelled jobless claims. In a report to David Dove, the governor's executive counsel, Inspector General Scott McAfee said his office used state and federal records to tentatively show at least 280 full-time staffers received $6.7 million in unemployment payments during that period, an estimate he called conservative. He said the average payment was about $23,700. Federal aid to combat the economic impact of the COVID-19 shutdown of businesses, he noted, resulted in billions of dollars worth of fraudulent unemployment insurance claims. McAfee said his office had conducted about two dozen interviews with full-time state employees, nearly all since terminated, from across Georgia's executive branch departments and agencies. McAfee's letter to the governor's office said his agency used data from the state accounting office and the U.S. Department of Labor as part of its investigation. In other news, and for the third straight year, the number of homicides in Atlanta and police shootings across Georgia increased in 2022. The GBI, which typically investigates officer-involved shootings, reported 112 last year, up from 100 in 2021. The 2022 total is a record high for the agency. The Atlanta Police Department investigated 170 homicides last year, the most since 1996. It marked an increase from 161 in 2021 and 157 in 2020. Two days into 2023, the GBI was called to investigate after a Cobb County police officer shot a man who refused to drop a firearm. He had pointed at several people. Up next, a victory for four Cobb County families in an ongoing lawsuit over COVID-19 policies in schools could mean more classroom support for students with disabilities across Georgia. In fall 2021, four students with medical conditions like acute myeloid leukemia and severe asthma and their parents sued the Cobb School District, school board members, and Superintendent Chris Ragsdale for violating the students' rights. The suit alleged the students were unable to attend in-person schooling and would not receive an equitable education remotely if the district didn't implement recommendations from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, including a mask mandate. Cobb stopped requiring masks in fall of 2021. A federal judge in the Northern District of Georgia denied the family's request to impose stricter COVID-19 regulations in the school district. The Cobb County School District did not return a request for comment, but supported its mask-optional policy in a statement when the court originally ruled in its favor. And after an anonymous activist claimed to set an Oregon bank on fire in solidarity with those fighting against Atlanta's Public Safety Training Center, Governor Brian Kemp vowed on Twitter that the six protesters recently arrested on domestic terrorism charges wouldn't be the last. Doubling down on previous statements, the governor wrote Wednesday that anyone committing illegal acts while protesting the construction of the controversial training center would be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. A spokesman for the governor confirmed the tweet was in response to a Fox News story about a Bank of America set on fire in Portland, Oregon, some 2,600 miles away from the planned training center site in southwest DeKalb County. On a blog tied to the loose coalition of activists trying to stop the $90 million facility from being built, an anonymous poster claimed responsibility for the New Year's Eve fire. 
Protest activity, traditional and otherwise, has been commonplace in the year plus since Atlanta City Council approved the land lease paving the way for the Atlanta Police Foundation to build the new training center. Spoken Layer